Hello, I'm Sarah Landon, and I'm so happy to welcome you to the Journey of the Master podcast. This podcast was created to guide you to remember the infinite wisdom that lies within you, to reconnect to the master that you already are, and to realize yourself as creator within your own creation of reality. For more free resources and information on our books, courses, and master's class program, please visit sarahlandon.com. I hope you enjoy this episode of Journey of the Master. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this month's episode of Journey of the Master podcast. I am so happy to be here with all of you. And if you're joining us live, we are in the height of the holiday season, the time of magic and miracles. But I truly believe whenever you are listening to this, you can harness the incredible energy of magic and miracles in your life in all ways. And we're going to be talking today about one of the teachings that I think most focuses us into that state of being where we can really open up and allow miraculous and magical things to be done through us and to be experienced by us in all areas of our life. So let's take a moment and say hello to everyone who is on the comments here. Hello, Jessica. Glad to be with you for this beautiful conversation. Hi, Dawn from New Zealand. Anna, hello. Patrice from Florida. Uh, Michelin, is that your name? What a beautiful name. Michelin uh, from Ontario, Canada. Good evening. Hello, Fiona. So good to see you all. So on these podcasts, we often have a theme. You will notice each time that we share a new episode, we're diving deeper into a particular topic or a featured teaching from the council. If you are new to me and to our podcast, I am a channel of a group of higher level of consciousness known as the council that is here to help us have a grander perspective of our human experience and all that is possible for us. They're here to hold a higher state of consciousness and awareness for us to expand into so that our lives can be everything that we intended them to be. And this special episode, we are featuring one of my favorite teachings, and we have a very special free gift for you just for being here with us, just for being here today, our free gift to you. You will find it in the comments below, but it includes two of our favorite channeled audio recordings of the council free to you. You'll find the link below. It is available through December 31st at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time, so be sure to get your free gift. If for some reason you're listening in the future, you can always go to our website, sarahlandon.com, and find a free gift there as well as many free resources. We are absolutely committed to supporting you with the resources, the tools, the processes, and the wisdom to live your highest potential, to live your best life, and to live your purpose. So I have to admit, when I first heard the council say the following statement, from a state of being, 
All things are done through you. In fact, in the doing, 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 there is always more to be done. But from a state of being, all things are done through you. When I first heard that, I remember thinking, well, how would that be possible? We have so many things to do. It seems like so many responsibilities. If you're a list maker and you have all these different things on your list, it only seems logical the way we were taught to be, to go about getting all of those things done. But you might notice, if you're like me, the more things you do on your list, it seems like the more things there are to be done. And yet, I also notice that in that checking off the boxes or checking things off our list all the time, we tend to be in a subconscious sort of going about things or sometimes a less than present state, which is really not allowing us to fully be in our power. And in that attempt to just do, do, do and get more done, we might miss some really beautiful moments, some magical things, some divine orchestrations or some miracles that are presenting themselves to you or through you. So oftentimes when I first hear a teaching from the council, when it comes through in a channeled state or a replay or a transcript from their wisdom, it's first the awareness of something. And at first, your logical mind might hear what this new awareness is, but not have any idea how to actually live that or you've never had an experience of it. So while it might sound great, you haven't actually experienced it yourself. And that's how awareness works. I think it's important to talk about that. First step is the awareness of something new or something beyond the way you thought things were or something beyond what you were taught or told or programs that you picked up in your life. This is a perfect example of that get things done, get all the things done you need to do, especially when we go to school, right? We have all this homework to do. We have all these assignments to do. And we get very much in this state of, I just got to get things done. And yet that doesn't allow for the magical and the miraculous things that are here. And it doesn't allow you to summon the energy or the consciousness for something even better. So to me, the first step of getting into a state of being is to become conscious and present in the moment, to maybe even close your eyes and take some deep breaths, but just beginning to move your awareness into the present moment, focusing all of your physical senses into the present moment to me, is the very first step of coming into a state of being, which I now, from my experience of this, can tell you is the most beautiful place to be, the most powerful place to be, and the most peaceful place to be. In fact, I think you know that you have come into a state of being when you feel a sense of peace when you feel a sense of harmony within you in the moment. And from there, we can open up to more joy, more love, more inspiration. 
But to me, that very first step of getting into a state of being is becoming conscious of your breath, come into the moment, and you'll notice that feeling of peace. Now, if anybody else has some ideas or examples or ways they get into a state of being, I'd love for you to share them here. I think people have incredible practices out there and there's no right or wrong way. Sometimes getting into a state of being for people is uh, doing meditation, is doing yoga, is exercising. Sometimes people find being out in nature helps them to really connect more deeply into a state of being. And I know I experience that as well. Nature often is a, a very helpful way to come into a state of being. Simply said, you're either in a state of being or you're in a state of doing. And oftentimes when we're in a state of doing, we're creating lack and limitation in this moment. I got to do something. If I don't do this thing, there'll be a lack of money, a lack of time, a lack of this, a lack of that, right? So if you're in that state of doing, we're typically in our head, typically in sort of this less than conscious present state. And we usually are feeling pressure, responsibility, uh, stress, maybe a little anxiety. So those are ways that you can start to notice whether you're in a state of doing or in a state of being. Now you can be getting a whole lot of things done from a state of being, and you can be getting a lot of things done from a state of doing. And yet more and more things seem to pile up. In fact, I kind of call it the bulldozer mentality. You're just bulldozing your way through things. I often find for myself when I'm doing that, just to get things done, I almost make things more difficult or I make things worse or I cause even more things for myself to be done. Can anybody relate to that? Um, Jen says that painting really helps her to get into a state of being. And I love that you mentioned this, Jen, because painting, music, anything that is a creative expression. I find sometimes when I'm making flower arrangements, if I'm collecting beautiful flowers and making arrangement, I feel really in a state of being and presence. And while these things might still be quote unquote, doing something, you notice that you're in harmony. You feel a sense of flow. You feel a sense of peace with all of that. Now, the reason this is so important is because when we are in that state of allowing, when we're in that state of flow, when we're in that state of peace, we're actually summoning source energy. And that source energy can flow to you and through you and all around you in your experience in ways that are known and unknown to present to you manifestations, new levels of creation, and all sorts of miraculous things in your life. I'll give you a perfect example of this. Last weekend, I had planned out Sunday to be a day when I was going to do a project that was going to take me about eight hours on my computer. 
It was the process of actually doing a full read through and final editing of a book that I have coming out um, in partnership with the incredible Mike Dooley. And I was planning that day. I had committed to our publisher that day and Mike, um, who wasn't available on that date. And I thought, well, I, I can do it. So I had planned on it. Well, when I woke up Sunday morning, my life was very different than I thought it would be. My uh, dear beloved dog, as I have shared with our incredible master's class community, for those of you who are part of our master's class, my dog uh, started early in the morning having some some health complications. And I spent the entire day with him by his side uh, until later in the afternoon, evening, when he actually transitioned um, very peacefully, but um, it was not at all what I expected that day. It was um, a day that I had planned something very different, and yet here I was presented with an opportunity to practice this featured teaching, and oh my gosh, how many times this month it has come up for me to really practice this, and I'm so grateful for it because as I was sitting there, I noticed and I really do believe it's so important to share with you my own experiences. And as we do this with each other, it really helps us to come into the awareness of what do these teachings really mean and how do we integrate them and how do we live them in our life? So I'm sitting there with my dog who had a internal bleeding situation, which he had previously. And previously, although he, he was, um, uh, very, very uh, immobile for a couple of days. He made it through the last couple of experiences. So we didn't know if he was going to make it. We didn't know um, what the situation was. It just called for us to be incredibly present in that moment. And I'll tell you, there were many times at the beginning of that, that I thought, oh, I have to get all these things done. Oh, I have to get these, these things back to my team to uh, my editor. I have to get these things done today. And I tried to bring my computer over and work on it. And every time I did, my dog just kind of whimpered and cried a bit. And so I finally got to the place where I was knowing that I had to be in a present moment with him through this day. And that's where the energy was calling me. That was the light where the light was calling me. And I just surrendered to that and said, you know, this is the most important place for me to be in this moment. And as soon as I made that choice to come into a state of being, the doingness left. The logical mind trying to convince me of all the things I needed to do and get done finally became peaceful. Again, when we come into that state of being, maybe even going from your head down into your heart, and taking some deep breaths and just being really present in the moment, that to me is how we get into a state of being. And the instant manifestation of that is peace, harmony within yourself. Really, it's a state of harmony within yourself because you are completely in the present moment, which is where all of your power is. It's also important to be able to open up to where the energy and the light is really guiding you. And so in that moment of making a absolutely choiceless 
observation or a very choiceless decision that I was going to just be and trust that all things will be done. It'll all work out. I'm just going to be present by my dog's side here, whatever unfolds in this day. And while it was a very emotional experience and I've received so many love, uh, so much love and prayers and blessings from our amazing community. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, it was a very emotional time, but it was a very beautiful transition of my beloved dog, Jake, who lived the most amazing, amazing life. And we have had the last three months from a prior health episode he had to really cherish every day. So it was very beautiful. I woke up Monday morning and here's the fun part of this story, thinking, oh yeah, <laughs> I have to get this stuff done today, right? That I was supposed to, quote unquote, do yesterday, right? All the responsibilities kick in. And I woke up to an email that everything that I was going to do on Sunday had already been done. Not by me, but by my co-creator in that project who got the energy and the inspiration, and all of a sudden, his plate cleared such that he had the time. And I woke up to all things having been done while I was in that state of being. And with while this is not the first time I have experienced not only the awareness, but the actual reality of in being. All things are done through you, for you, co-created by the universe in the highest good through energy, light, inspiration, and divine, divine perfection. I have really cherished this teaching over the last week and certainly this month of, as we're recording this live, a busy holiday season and some other things very unexpectedly that have come up in my life this month. This is such a powerful, powerful practice. And I'm so happy we are talking about this because if applied in your life and you really allow yourself fully into that state of being, you will experience miracles and manifestations in ways you may missed if you would not have allowed yourself into that state of being. To me, that state of being is what we call enlightenment. It's what we call realization. And most importantly, in the moment, in your power is where all the magic happens. All of your power is in the now moment. And that speaks right to the point of coming into a state of being. And you'll know because you will feel that sense of harmony. And you may have to check in with your logical mind a few times and say, it's okay. It's okay. The awareness comes first. And then in the awareness of these things, we begin to draw new experiences to us. As we experience these things, they become reality not just an idea or something we heard or something we read in a book, but actually our awareness draws us the experience that we go from thinking something to actually 
knowing something, embodying something, and allowing that to be our reality and how we're creating new levels of experience within our reality. Especially when you feel like you have a lot of responsibilities, come into that state of being first. It's the energy you're bringing to anything that you're doing, anything that you're part of. I, I, I can, I'll share another thing about my experience with this, but I noticed if I was going to remember somebody's name, you know, when you're meeting someone for the first time or you're at a party and you want to remember someone's name, what I've noticed if I'm, if I'm in a state of doing, if I'm in my head and I'm trying to think of all the things I got to do, or you're thinking about other things. When you meet someone and they say, hi, my name is so-and-so, in that moment, it's almost instantly, it just, you forget. Because you're in the doing mind. You're in the doing place. When you come into that state of being, even if they just say, my name is this, but you're present in the moment, and you really take that in, to me, it's so much easier to remember someone's name. And if you notice, when you're in a conversation with someone, you can tell whether someone's being being really present with you or someone's in their head not really listening to you. Again, that state of being is so powerful. Just being there in the moment while you're in a conversation with someone, whether it's on the phone or in person, is a really powerful thing. If you want to open up to the highest words in every moment, if you want to open up to the divine expressing through you, if you want to open up to source energy, if you want to be magnetic and create connections and meaningful, deep relationships or conversations, it's all going to come from that state of being, not from being in your logical mind, thinking about all the things you've got to do right? Another place that it shows up in our life. Um, lots of great comments here uh, about all of this. I'll just take a moment. Patrice says, on my walks, when I see the sunshine on the water and the sparkling reflection touches my soul, I feel connected immediately. Yeah, really beautiful place of being and such a beautiful manifestation of harmony with the sunshine and the water and the reflection of all of that in your soul. Um, beautiful example of really getting into that state of being and feeling harmony with everything and feeling in harmony within you. Um, Anna says, for me, help me it helps me to get grounded is to sit down and do knitting or crocheting. Um, she can lose herself in her work and enjoys it so much. Again, anything that we do through creativity or creative expression opens us up to more inspiration from that state of being. We go beyond that lack and limitation, lack of time, or even that awareness of time into that infinite space, into the infinite time, space, reality that is here for us. So really good. Um, oh, thank you so much. I see lots of wonderful messages here of love and, um, and, and condolences. I really appreciate that so much. Um, you know, these experiences that we go through in life, whether it is the death of a loved one, um, your own 
experience of going through a near-death experience or a disease or the disease of someone you love or the loss of a pet or all of these things, you know, truly I do believe it just opens our heart to yet another level of fully experiencing the love that we are and fully experiencing the love that is all around us, but also this deeper level of compassion that, you know, losing or, or having someone you love transition feels the same to all of us. Now, we may all have different ways of our perspective, different ways that we um, process our emotions through those experiences, but the feeling is really the same for all of us. And it allows us into another deeper level of compassion. Not that we have to go down into someone else's suffering with them. In fact, I like to think about it more of going up or deeper or higher into harnessing the love and the light within you. Not about going down, but those are the moments to really come into the present conscious moment, come into your power, come into that state of being, turn your light on, like feel even more deeply into the love that you are, raising your own vibration to align with peace and harmony within you even more is one of the greatest things that we do when someone has lost a loved one or someone receives a diagnosis or someone's going through a difficult time. You are all way showers here, and we call this podcast Journey of the Master because each and every one of you are masters. It's about mastering your thoughts, your emotions. It's about mastering your choices, your intentions, what you're focused upon, how you respond, mastering that moment when something triggers you and instead of going into some unconscious reaction, you take a deep breath and come into that state of being and maybe even go one step further of what is, in what way am I giving my power away to this thing instead of going into reaction to whatever it is that upset you. These are all ways that we fully embody living as the masters that each and every one of you are. And that's why we call it the journey of the master, because it's not about being perfect at any of this stuff. It really is a journey. And to me, it's a journey into higher levels of consciousness and higher levels of awareness that open us up to that state of pure love where our well-being and abundance is assured in all things and where no matter what is going on in your life, and I'll tell you, my uh, my life these last few weeks has been uh, an interesting turn of very unexpected things in my life that from the outside you may look at and say, oh, that's terrible. But each and every one of you, we all have the wisdom we do. We have the wisdom to navigate difficult times. We have the wisdom to draw to us that which we most need to hear in any moment. You have the power to draw to you everything you need in each moment through that state of beingness. Because when you can come into a state of being, 
you can align and open up to everything, whatever it is that you need in that moment. If it is peace, if it is finding harmony within yourself, if it is coming into your power, if it is filling yourself up with love and light, we all have the power to do this. And everything really is an opportunity to open up more fully to love. And that state of beingness, as you expand it, maybe it starts off feeling a bit like peace, but as you really allow yourself deeper and deeper into that state of being in the moment, you open up to more and more and more love. And not only do you become the conduit for miracles in your life, you begin to see the miraculous in everything around you. As I mentioned at the beginning of this uh, episode, if you're joining us live, we are giving away a very, very special free gift just out of our love and appreciation for all of you uh, and to wish you a very happy holiday season. And it is the audio recording of two of our favorite channeled messages from the council. One is actually called, I am the master, I am the magic, I am the miracle. The other one is called Take Time to Celebrate and Receive. And this free gift is available. There's a link before, below in, the, in this video here. It is available until December 31st at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time of the year 2022. So be sure to grab your free gift. We appreciate you all so much. And we are so committed to continually getting uh, the wisdom and the teachings of the council in the world. It has changed my life. I hope if you've been part of our community, it has changed your life um, in the most amazing ways. So be sure to get that. If you're listening to this sometime in the future, you can always go to our website, sarahlannon.com. There's always a free gift available there. I think presently it is the highlights of one of our top courses called Grander Perspective. Um, there's also many free resources there that you will find. So we always uh, want to support you the best we can. So um Let's see uh, how miraculous that you uh, honored Jake's transition. Jake was my beloved dog uh, over the rainbow bridge. The divine gifted you with having all your uh, responsibilities taken care of. I share this truly because we all have this power. We all have this power. And there's so much going on here than what our limited physical human senses can perceive. We are just perceiving from our, what we can see, hear, taste, touch, smell, <laughs> what we think. And that's all we think are, that's all that we're aware of going on here, right? We know there's more. We know there is this source energy or the divine or God or whatever you want to call it. We know there's more. We know there's consciousness beyond just our logical minds. And in, when we open up to that, when we align with that, when we really tune into that through a state of being, that's when we can allow those unseen incredible forces and the unseen consciousness that creates everything and the unseen source energy that creates everything. That's when we can really allow it 
and we can open up and fully allow it in our own experience. And that's when amazing things like that begin to happen. There's so many examples of it. Again, just practice this and let spirit source the divine, the universe show you how powerful this teaching or this wisdom is in being. All things are done through you. So, and I would add through you, for you, <laughs> right? When, when we begin to live in this incredible world that is available to all of us, you know, as every single one of you fully awaken to who you really are and why you are here and all that is possible for you, as you come into the realization of all that you are and summon the energy that can do anything in your life. As we live like this, as more and more people live like this, there's just more magic. There's more miracles. There's just more joy, love, abundance, well-being, co-creation, creativity, inspiration, as we're following the energy and letting the light guide the way. So hope that's helpful. Um, the free gift has also been posted here if you're looking for that. Um, thank you. Thank you. Hi, Diana. Um, thank you for your condolences and love, Whitney. So if I'm wanting to attract something into my experience, do I get into a state of being and then use the power of my focus to draw it in? I have a little bit different perspective on this, Whitney, but um, I love where you're going with this because I love that you're aware, right, of your power and how powerful it is that what you focus on really matters because I think that really is true. Um, but what I would say here is the difference between wanting to attract it and getting into a state of being where you are not actually separate from it is to me the key or the actual real secret behind attracting something you want in your life. When you're wanting to attract something, but you're separate from it, you will continue to create a reality of being separate from it. And as much as you think you're allowing it, you really are denying it or blocking it in that same moment when you're in an experience of separation. This to me is why coming into a state of beingness or even more so allowing yourself into what you might call your imagination, the realm of pure potential. The council actually refers to it as the sixth dimension of consciousness. It's actually a dimension of consciousness that we go into to come into total harmony and oneness with every potential and every possibility where nothing is separate from us. In fact, the state of pure love is actually the fifth dimension of consciousness, which is a very physical state of being in the fifth dimension of pure love. To me, then we go into even a higher level consciousness of into our, what we would call imagination, but it's really the realm of pure potential where in this moment you are still experiencing physicality, but where there is absolutely no separation or limitation from anything ever. So you may have heard this a hundred times, but I really want you to get it because it's, it is the difference, right? 
this thing you're wanting to attract into your experience. If you had it right now, how would you feel? And if the answer to that is, I'd be so happy, but then you go right back into, but I don't have it, so I'm not happy. (laughs) You're not actually drawing it to you in that moment. You're actually trying to push and force energy because there's lack and limitation. If you're experiencing lack and limitation, you're usually in the third dimension of consciousness, which is the experience of separation. And no matter how much you try to push and force there, you continue to create the limitation or the separation from something. That's third dimension of separation. Fourth dimension is transformation. And I think by far, this is where you are. You're saying, I know I have the ability to change my circumstances and conditions. I know I can transform my life. I know I have that power, which is a much higher place than I am my problems, my issues, my circumstances, my conditions. You're in a state of knowing you can transform them. Go even further into the state of coming into oneness with everything, that pure love. It should feel really good, right? Sometimes people say, well, I'm not really good at feeling my way into things. And you're actually better at it than you realize because you could be worried about something which makes you feel awful right now. That is actually you feeling your way into a reality that isn't here now. We just tend to think we're we're not good at feeling our way into a wanted experience. And we default to unknowingly and unconsciously focusing ourselves into an unwanted state of being or an unwanted feeling or an unwanted reality because we're worried or stressed or anxious or imposing lack and limitation on our experience. So for me, my experience, when I go into that realm of pure potential, it feels really expansive. You can feel in your body that there's a openness. You can feel that expansion. You might even imagine this light coming from your heart and imagine it expanding into every cell of your body. And then imagine that light expanding from you, one foot around you in every direction. And then imagine that light filling your whole room, expanding deep down into the core of the earth expanding across the horizon as far as you can imagine, and then expanding up to the moon and the stars and the sun all the way up into the universe and feel that light everywhere. When you begin to visualize the expansion of that light, you begin to expand yourself which begins to elevate your consciousness, your vibration, and it makes it really easy to come into that place of oneness with everything, everywhere. And then you begin to feel, or even if if you enjoy visualization, what would that look like, that thing you want to experience? What would it feel like? You know, when you are going on a vacation and you've seen this place on the internet and you're so excited about it, you are literally creating the feeling and the excitement, which is drawing you into that reality. If you can feel yourself into that fully, and then here's the key, right? With any sort of 
process of expansion, feeling into alignment, feeling your way into a reality, feel all the way into it. And for me, I like the visualization part of what it would look like and what it would, the color and the texture and all that part of it. I love it. And then totally let it go. Totally let it go. And here's the important step. Don't deny that that reality is here and now as you go back to your day-to-day life. If, if you're imagining um, being abundant, right, being really, really abundant in your life and having um, everything you need and more in every moment to live a rich and expansive and amazing life, and you go to visualize that and certain things come to you uh, like money or gold or you see yourself and your family on a trip together and you see yourself doing what you love every day and you see yourself creating all these things and you see and feel into all of that. When you come back to your reality, don't then go deny that you're abundant. Like, for example, oh gosh, I can't afford that right? And you were in that state of being in a reality of abundance, drawing that reality of abundance to you, but then you went and started denying it. So don't throughout your day deny that experience, which is probably um, another way of saying don't start creating resistance about it not being here now, right? So the question, which I love this question, uh, Whitney, the power of my focus to draw it to you. Here's, in my opinion, and in the teaching of the council, how do you draw it to you? It's really important. How do you draw it to you? And the answer to that question is the energy and the power of love. It's that simple. If you feel this love, this love, this love, this love, this love for whatever it is in your experience, you are already drawing it to you. Think about a miraculous manifestation you had or something really amazing or even, you know, something someone has done like an Olympic athlete or a musician uh, overcomes the odds, does the impossible, becomes someone or something amazing in the world. It is their love that made that possible. Period. Yes, hard work, but they would have quit with the hard work if they didn't love it. As someone who's an athlete, like a baseball player, to actually make it to Major League Baseball, the hours, the pain, the sprains, the bruises, the practices, the long days, the cold, whatever it is, right? They would have quit a long time ago if they didn't absolutely love the game, the sport, the idea of being a professional athlete, whatever it is. So make sure that as you're playing around with this energy of drawing it to you, that all of that energy, that power is love because love is the most powerful force in all of the universe to create our reality the way we want it to be. So I hope that was helpful. (laughs) Hello, Shannon. Uh, Hello, Tamara. Uh, Blessings to you. Hello, Charlie. Hello, Denai. Hello. Uh, Oh, my gosh. So good to see you all. Um, 
great to be here and love this conversation. Again, if you are um, joining us just recently, there is an incredible free gift available to you um, through December 31st, uh, the audio recordings of two of our favorite channel messages from the council. Um, and if you're catching this sometime in the future, you can always go to our website, sarahlana.com, and there's a free gift available there. So um, thank you, Whitney. Hi, Evie. So good to be with all of you. Um, so... Uh, if there's any questions, please feel encouraged to share here as we talk about this important teaching of in being, all things are done through you. Remember this in the rest of the hours to come in this day, in the moments in this day, in the days that come, really practice this. Again, might feel different to each of us, but for me, you know you're in that state of being when you're in peace and when you're in a state of harmony. And that's a really, really powerful place to be. Harmony within yourself draws to you harmony in the world around you and in your environment and in your relationships and in your work and in your finances. So this is a really powerful, powerful teaching in being, that state of being. And for me, maybe just check in with yourself, but for me, I most experience that when I go from my head down into my heart. And then from there, you can begin to expand that into every cell of your body and expand that into the room that you're in. And you can really expand that state of being. It might feel uh, very open to you. And what are we opening to? Energy right? When we're feeling that sense of opening, we are opening and summoning the energy that can do the impossible in our lives. So opening to the energy, and then you can allow the light to guide the way for you. You can begin to allow things to come into your experience. Miracles are a very natural thing. I can say, and I shared this recently on one of our master's class advanced calls, if you're interested in our master's class program, we have an MP3 program, which is two channeled messages new every month or advanced program. And really it's advanced because we do a live weekly call, two channeled live calls with Q&A every month, two integration calls with Q&A every month, bonus Q&As uh, on certain months, and a whole, whole, whole lot more, um, hundreds of hours of content. And so um, it's one of the things that we have uh, seen the most incredible results with people who are part of our Masterclass of AMPS program. But uh, I was I was sharing with them, and, and we talk about these things often of just um, how to really live this. And coming to this place of, okay, what is it? You know, fill in the blank. I want to live the most blank life. That from here on forevermore, I'm creating the most fill in the blank life. And the word that came to me was magical. I would need another couple hours to tell you all the magical things, not only that occurred with my beloved dog Jake's transition earlier this week, but in some very challenging things that are going on in my experience right now, 
there's opportunities for the most magical experiences within everything that might present itself like a challenge. There really is. It's an opportunity to open to love, to open more fully to love. And as you do, you allow miraculous things. You allow yourself into that magical place and all sorts of things begin to present themselves to you. Things that bring you into deeper and deeper levels of love, of power, of presence, of knowing. And life truly is, no matter what, it is magical. So remember that, especially during this time. Um, hi, Kat. Um, good question. Uh, Jen says, I find that if I forget, release, ignore the things that must be done, it's easier to listen to my heart. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I remember a channel that I that I did one time of, of the example that when you're doing, doing, doing all these things on your list, you might get all the things on your list done. And I've had this happen to me. And then someone goes, oh, yeah, you know, that thing, which happened to be like number four on my list. Well, we don't need to do that anymore. Well, I wasn't in my heart. I wasn't following the energy. I wasn't. I was doing, 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 doing. So you're not following the energy. And how many times do you do something that all of a sudden someone says, oh, you don't need to do that anymore? Well, truly, I believe if you were in a state of being, which was my experience as well, all of a sudden I was going to do this big thing on my list, would have done it. But in following the energy, it was done not only through, but for me. But I, again, it's when you follow and listen to your heart and follow the energy from that state of being, it's amazing, really is. So Kat says, if you don't know your work, what to do, can you just feel how you want to feel in your work and see what shows up for you then um, and just follow it and go with it? I love this question, Kat, um, and love you. She's part of our community and um, I just you appreciate you so much, all of you. Um, so I'm going to give this example. Doing work, right? And doing what you love. What do you love? You say, I don't know what my work is or what to do, but what do you love? Now, people might say, well, I don't know. And I would say, well, do you love getting up at five o'clock in the morning and driving to an office and sitting in an office cubicle every day from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m.? <laughs> and they would be like, ah, no, I absolutely don't love that. Now, some people might. Some people really love working in an office environment that's collaborative. Some people really love going into the office. Some people are those people that just are, are you know, get so much more energy by being in an office environment and around other people. Someone else might say, no, I, I don't love that, right? Well, that's, so do you love being able to work from home? Do you, do you love being at home on your computer? Do you love being in groups or in front of groups of people? Do you love talking on the phone? One of the examples I give <laughs> Before I was doing this professionally, I was channeling the council and I had a very dear best friend that we would literally get on the phone and talk two or three hours a day about all this stuff we're talking about right here. Spirituality, consciousness, the teachings and the channeling and the wisdom of the council and how to live it and energy and all these things. And I would get on the phone with my um, 
friends or dear family members that, you know, we would have these amazing conversations like this. My beloved Aunt Sunny was another one. And we would talk for hours, just this deep, meaningful conversations. I love that. What I didn't love was, you know, for example, talking about maybe for me, I didn't love talking about politics. I have another dear friend who absolutely loves politics, who can talk politics all day long, knows all sorts of things about politics. What do you love? You may say, I don't know. But as you start to really fine tune this, I fast forward in my life. I had a realization not too long after that, that what I actually love doing somehow had turned into my business and my job and my work and my career. Talking about spirituality, the channeled teachings of the council with incredible masters and people I love before I realized it became my work. Now, there's other people that do what I do that travel every week and do live events in different parts of the world. At this part in my life, I didn't want to travel. I wouldn't have answered the question, I want to travel every week with, oh, I would love that. But at one point in my life, I did. So if you start to put the puzzle pieces together of what you love in ways like that, if you come across something you don't love, right, then tune into what part of that, okay, that's not it, but what about this, right? Start to notice those things. And before you know it, you're going to be doing what you love and getting resources, abundance, connections, opportunities flowing your way which turn into maybe a job or a business before you even really know that you're doing it. So Denai said, I wrote a list of all the qualities I want in ideal work, like things Sarah is mentioning. Uh, it was helpful in getting more to focus on the qualities instead of the title of that work. And I will add to you, great suggestion. Um, hi, Jim Finley. He says he sends his love from Colorado. Uh, so good to see you, Jim. Jim is my uh, former Bikram yoga buddy <laughs> from Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, not my former buddy. He still is. But we used to, uh, that's how we met. So I love that. Thanks, Jim. Oh, gosh. What was I talking about? Oh, okay. It's always expanding. So at a point in time in my life, um, doing private channeled sessions with people with the council was my love, my passion. I did it for hours and hours and hours every day. And all of a sudden, the energy started to change and didn't quite light me up the same. And all of a sudden, I, I kept feeling, you know, I'm having a lot of the same conversations. A lot of the questions that people are asking the council are really similar. What if we did this in a group instead of just one-on-one? -on -one? And before I knew it, I was doing group channeled events and semi-private channeled events and master's class programs, and it just continues to evolve. So Kat, have fun with all of this. To all of you who are looking to more um, intentionally harness your gifts and live your purpose and do what you love and create a business and a life and work that you love. Anything is possible for you. Have fun with it. Focus on what you love and what brings you joy. And before long, you're going to be feeling like it all came together overnight. Um, but uh, have fun with it. So, all right, everybody. This has just been an awesome call. 
Thank you for all of you who showed up uh, and, and supported the live energy here. And for all of you who are watching this in the future, go get the free gift. Uh, if it's sometime past December 31st, 2022, check out our website. There'll be a free gift available for you there. Practice this, live this, embody it, love it in being. All things are done through you. The magic comes to you. The miracles come to you. And in my experience, the best part is when you are such in a state of being that all things are being done through you and you are that conduit of the magic and you are that conduit of miracles for another fully open to the love that you are. Thank you for being here. Happy holidays to all of you. I appreciate you so much. Have a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody.